The Last Word with Matt Cooper. More legal trouble for Donald Trump. That's where we start tonight's American spot with Cal Thomas and Mary McCone. But we will get to Hunter Biden in just a little while as well. But Trump is far more important given that he is the former US president, not the son of the sitting president. And of course, Trump is more important because he's the likely Republican nominee in next year's election. So let's hear about uh, some of what Fanny Wills had to say at her press conference last night about the latest indictments against Donald Trump, this time in relation to uh, the alleged attempts to falsify the results in Georgia in 2020 in the presidential election. Every individual charged in the indictment is charged with one count of violating Georgia's Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act through participation in a criminal enterprise in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere to accomplish the illegal goal of allowing Donald J. Trump to seize the presidential term of office beginning on January 20th, 21. Specifically, the participants in association took various actions in Georgia and elsewhere to block the counting of the votes of the presidential electors who were certified as the winners of Georgia's 2020 general election. Georgia, like every state, has laws that allow those who believe that results of an election are wrong to challenge those results in our state courts. The indictment alleges that rather than abide by Georgia's legal process for election challenges, the defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering enterprise to overturn Georgia's presidential election result. Mary McKeown, I think it's fair to say you have always regarded this as potentially the biggest legal danger to Donald Trump. What's your assessment now? Yeah, and you know, Matt, for a couple of reasons, this is explosive, okay? Because what Bonnie Willis is saying, and I I haven't got the whole way through, I'm on about page 38 of the indictment at the moment, uh, but what she's saying is that basically Donald Trump knew he lost Georgia. He claimed fraud to perpetuate a fraud, and it was a huge conspiracy involving 19 people. Now, um, a couple of things about this, and some of the reasons I think that this is so damning for Donald Trump is... A, this trial will be televised. You will have witnesses who will be televised speaking about Ruby Freeman, for one, the woman who was hounded out of her home, an election worker, after Giuliani lied about her deliberately uh, to try and sow further doubt. Uh, you have, you have, as I say, 19 defendants. The first thing I think is that of these 19 defendants, I can guarantee you at least half a dozen are going to enter into plea deals with Fannie Willis of some sort in exchange for immunity. They're going to cooperate whatever, because if you're convicted on any RICO charge, no matter how small any part of it, you go to prison for five years minimum. That's a mandatory sentence in Georgia. None of these people, these lesser players who had bit parts in this are going to go to jail for what they thought was probably just, you know, a nudge and a wink stuff. So they're going to cooperate. And as I say, this is all going to be televised. So with the federal cases, you know, you will be... You'll be hearing about what's going on in the court. There'll be reports 
course, but you will not see the impact that this had. You will not see the case being made in real time against Donald Trump. Now, I don't know if this is going to go ahead before the 2024 election, given Trump's legal dance card is chock-a-block already. But I, th- I think this case, there are also the smoking guns. Everybody has heard the call between Donald Trump and Brad Raffensperger, where basically Trump said to Raffensperger, find me another 11,780 votes or I'm going to go after you. You're going to be criminally liable. You know, you cannot coerce election officials like this. You cannot do this. And as I say, this brings in everyone. Jack Smith basically has kept it on Trump to keep it simple, keep it clean. I understand why he's doing this, but this brings in all the players, Giuliani, Powell, Eastman, and it shows that they weren't just barking lawyers, but they were prepared to break the law for Donald Trump at his behest. And, you know, to me, just reading through this, you have to keep reminding yourself, this is a former president of the United States. This happened in America, not in in the Philippines, not in North Korea. This happened in America, you know, in 2020. It really is shocking. Okay, does it shock you, Cal? Not really, considering the uh, character of Donald Trump. Uh, But let me say several things. First of all, uh, I don't think you're going to get 19 defendants at the same time in the courtroom. I think Marion is right. A lot lot of them will cop, please. Uh, I I also think despite Fonnie Willis's background, her father was a member of the uh, Black Panther Party. She has been... uh, uh, criticized by a judge in Fulton County before for uh, fundraising for a uh, Democrat uh, that she supported against a Republican, all the while a grand jury was meeting in that case. But all of that aside, uh, I agree with Mary, and I think this is a terrible indictment on the political system of the United States. Now, in your introduction, Matt, you mentioned Hunter Biden, but it's more than Hunter Biden. There's now talk of an impeachment inquiry in, in the House of Representatives for the Uh, financial dealings between Hunter and his father, we can really do better. We don't need either one of these people running for president. Now, within the last hour, Trump has announced he's going to have a news conference on Monday to present what he calls irrefutable evidence that the Georgia election was uh, corrupted. Uh, We've heard this before. There has not been a single court case, including with Republican judges, that have agreed to any of the claims of Trump and his defendant that uh, defendants that uh, defenders excuse me that uh, the election was rigged not one and uh, I don't see that uh, this so-called irrefutable evidence I want to see what it is 11 o'clock uh, Eastern time on Monday morning uh, I don't see this is going to add to uh, to his defense at all I think he's in big trouble yeah but hold on is it not just going to uh rally his supporters who will believe anything that he tells them so that if he fires mud all over the place, tells lie after lie, uh, says incorrect, deliberately wrong things about those prosecuting him and against Democrats, they'll lap it up and they'll believe it and say that he's the victim of a conspiracy and therefore in some respects he wins. Well, I think that uh, you're right, but those numbers are dwindling. At the recent Iowa State Fair, Iowa being the first uh, state in the country to hold caucuses uh, prior to next year's election, uh, there were a number of interviews uh, done with uh, uh, Republican voters who said they voted for Trump twice before, that they're waiting to see how all this turns out. And I, I think you're going to see a dwindling number of supporters. Now, whether that's going to transfer to somebody like uh, Ron 
Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence or uh, or any of these other Republican candidates uh, who are running is another question. But somebody's got to be nominated. I mean, you just can't have a, a one-candidate election. So uh, this is going to be a continuing story. We're going to be talking about it between now and next November and maybe afterwards. Do you expect, Carl, that Trump will turn up in Georgia to be arraigned? Well, he should. I mean, if not, you know, they'll put out a warrant for him. He showed up at these other uh, places in New York and in uh, in the uh, Washington D.C. courthouse, uh, and I'm sure you know they'll post bail and get out. Uh, they take a mugshot in Georgia, and there is talk of that being the most famous picture in political history. People will put it on T-shirts and wear it like a badge of honor. But uh, again, the, the whole system is corrupted. And by the way, uh, there have been Democrats who have questioned the results of election in the past. Hillary Clinton uh, uh, questioned whether the election uh, was uh, was legitimate or not, and Trump was a legitimate uh, winner. Uh, the 2000 election was questioned, but the big difference is that the people doing the questioning then did not do what Trump is alleged to have done and uh, illegally try to, uh, to pressure, uh, in this case, uh, people in Georgia to overturn the results. Okay, let's go to Hunter Biden, Marion, because it does undermine Joe Biden if he faces trial and criminal charges, doesn't it? Well, yes, it will, because it will be spun in the way that this is somehow Joe Biden's fault. Hunter Biden is a grown man. He's had a pretty cushy life. He's the epitome of entitlement, in my view. And that's notwithstanding the struggles that he's had, which I think a lot of people have sympathy for with drug and alcohol addiction. But look, you know, Joe Biden really took his eye off the ball. Now, his other son was dying of brain cancer at the time, back in 2014-15, when Hunter Biden was gadding around with Burisma, getting money from them for doing nothing. And it sh- he should have, as vice president, who was the point man in Ukraine, he should have put a stop to it. He should have said, no, you're not going there. He didn't. And now he is paying the price for it. Uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers made an absolute mess of this case, it has to be said. You know, the judge, Mary Al Narika, who wouldn't allow the plea deal, you may remember on July 26th, this big plea deal, which was a very fair deal, according to everybody who is objective, who isn't rep- Republican or Democrat, you know, career prosecutors say nobody goes to jail for owning a gun if they've taken drugs unless they use it to commit a crime. And they said as well, nobody goes to jail for not paying their taxes. If it was for a couple of years, they paid them back. He didn't set up a tax shelter in the Bahamas or something. You know, this was he was off his head in drugs. He overlooked his taxes. So basically, everybody seemed to think that the plea deal was fair. But the Hunter Biden's lawyers wanted to go one further. This They wanted to say, we want this plea deal to cover any other charges that will it'll immunify uh, or indemnify Hunter Biden against any other charges anywhere and of course the judge said uh, no and then Hunter Biden's, Biden's lawyer said well then we're not agreeing, they should have taken that deal and run with it. So I really blame them in a way for the mess that Hunter Biden is in now and him of course uh, and, and I think that yeah we're looking at the spectacle of next year that we're going to have Joe Biden's son on trial, there's possibly going to be a Biden impeachment, there's going to be a special counsel investigation, uh, David Weiss, who people in the Department of Justice have told me has already been acting to all intents and purposes like a special counsel, that there's been no interference at all. So I'm not sure that this upgrade is going to make any real difference. He's been investigating for five years. He doesn't appear to have come up with anything yet. Where I think he could be vulnerable is the FARA Act, the um, foreign registration. If you lobby for foreign companies and you don't register in America, that's a problem. That's a crime. And I think Hunter Biden could be vulnerable on that very definitely. So 
So as I say, 2024, we're looking at uh, Biden's son um, facing criminal trial very, in, very possibly. We're also we're looking at um, Republican strenuous attempts to muddy Biden with it to claim that he was benefiting from Hunter Biden's businesses. No evidence of that yet. And we're looking at maybe okay. two, three, four criminal trials for Donald Trump. It's going to be a zoo. Cal, if there's no evidence linking Joe Biden to Hunter Biden's activities, why should Hunter Biden's trial be relevant to the way voters think of Joe Biden? Well, that's the Democrat talking point, Matt. No evidence. But more and more questions are coming out. As I've said before, why would you set up 20 LLCs uh, when there's no product or service provided through any of them. Why would you do this? In uh, in the past, this sort, this sort of thing has been done to launder money, to hide money, to keep it from uh, public uh, view. And uh, you know, Biden, of course, went went to Ukraine and demanded that the prosecutor there be fired, or they wouldn't get a billion dollars in aid. Now, if that isn't uh, illegal, I don't know what is. But I think the Democrats are worried because the more these uh, bank records are subpoenaed and the more information comes out, uh, their, their claim that there's no solid evidence is going to look very, very uh, weak. Marion, briefly, let me throw a scenario at you. Donald Trump continues to lead the way to be the Republican nominee la- next year, but because of his legal issues, is unable to take up the nomination. Somebody else has to do so. At present, Chris Christie is now looks as if he's ahead of Ron DeSantis in early polls. If Joe uh, Biden continues to be in trouble, could Chris Christie beat Joe Biden in an election next year? I don't think Chris Christie will get the nomination in a million years. You know, picking up a beating Ron DeSantis in New Hampshire, where that poll was conducted, is a very small fry. New Hampshire is a notoriously small and cranky state. But Matt, can I very, very quickly get back to what uh, Cal said? Because Cal, I think you know, when you refer to this special prosecutor in Ukraine, that Joe Biden wanted fired. Joe Biden was acting in concert with European officials, with a bunch of other people. He wanted that prosecutor fired because he was dragging his heels on investigating Burisma. So it's actually the total opposite of the Republican talking point on that. What Joe Biden did was it worked against his son's interests there. Um, he was trying to get to, to get a new prosecutor who would investigate Burisma. And those 20 companies you refer to, they're not Joe Biden's companies, they're Hunter Biden's companies. So let's just be clear as journalists and keep to the facts. Okay. Oh, Marion, you'd make a great Democrat. Oh, wait. Okay, come on, Cal. Listen to you, just though. Just a journalist, Cal. Just a journalist. Cal, just oh, yeah. finally to you. Could it end up that Chris Christie ends up in the Republican candidate? And if he was to be that, could he beat Joe Biden? No, and no. And I agree with Marion. Write that down. New Hampshire is a very quirky state. It's a mostly white state. It's a very small state. And it's a very few electoral uh, uh, votes. Uh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And anybody who predicts it uh, doesn't have a clue of what they're talking about. Anything can happen and probably will. And that's what will keep Marion and me in business for the next year at least. <laughs> Cal Thomas, Marion McCone will be in business for at least the next year and longer here on The Last Word. Thank you to both of you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. We- Days from 4.30. Today, F-